Welcome to Counter Hegemony, I'm Aaron Taus. You might have heard of this guy, Cristiano Ronaldo. Earlier this year, the Portuguese football superstar announced his transfer to the Saudi club Al Nasser, making him the world's highest paid athlete thanks to his yearly salary of over 200 million dollars. In August, another famous football player, Neymar from Brazil, confirmed his transfer to the Saudi club Al Hilal. Neymar will make at least $160 million a year, which is about six times his previous salary at Paris Saint-Germain. With Ronaldo, Neymar and the French striker Karim Benzema, three global football celebrities have already relocated to the Saudi Pro League. Several younger football players from European clubs have also moved in the same direction. And this could be just the beginning. Saudi Arabia's public investment fund has reserved $20 billion for player transfers until 2030. So will Europe soon cease to be the center of world football? Is Saudi Arabia's growing involvement part of a bigger global transition? And where is football headed overall? Let's take a closer look and find out. In the most recent UEFA Champions League final, Manchester City, a club owned by the ruling family of Abu Dhabi, defeated Inter Milan, a club owned by a Chinese and a Singaporean billionaire. In recent years, European football has been increasingly incorporated into the dynamics of global capitalism. Foreign state funds and transnational corporations are investing billions into the sport. In the UK, it is now a common practice for foreign investors to purchase football teams. US billionaires own Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester United and Aston Villa. An Abu Dhabi private equity company owns Manchester City and Saudi Arabia's public investment fund Newcastle United. French football is following the same trend. The two most significant clubs are in foreign hands. Paris Saint-Germain is owned by Qatar Sports Investments and AC Monaco by a Russian billionaire. In Italy, US and Chinese investors own AC and Inter Milan as well as AS Roma. And the list goes on and on. Saudi Arabia's recent spending spree has now taken its trend to new heights. But the royal house is by no means only pursuing economic interests. As the age of fossil fuels slowly but surely comes to an end, Saudi Arabia is using petrodollars to diversify its economy and explore new markets. Taking over European football teams serves to expand its political and economic influence and strengthen bonds with European governments. At the same time, investing in football is also a component of Saudi Arabia's national branding campaign. The Saudi leadership uses football as a tool to enhance the country's global reputation and dispel negative perceptions. Saudi Arabia is the world's second largest importer of arms. Therefore, the Saudi ruling family leverages football to divert international attention from its human rights violations and the country's involvement in the civil war in neighboring Yemen. 
Since 2015, Saudi Arabia has led an international alliance in fighting Yemeni Houthi rebels backed by Iran. So far, close to 400,000 people have died. So what do these developments mean for football overall? Saudi Arabia has definitely brought the commodification of football to a new, unprecedented level. Football clubs are increasingly managed like profit-making businesses. And the game is being primarily valued for its economic benefits. In recent times, pay-per-view television agreements have been adopted as an essential means to increase earnings. And here, the focus is no longer placed on the small local fan base, but on the world market, especially on the expanding trillion dollar markets of Asia. That does it for today. Let me know what you think about the current developments and the future of football in a comment below. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time.